Welcome, welcome, and welcome to the Doghouse. My name is Will. I am your host. I am so happy to be able to be hosting another podcast episode for all of you fine gentlemen. And when I say all of you, I mean all three or maybe four of you that are listening. But also, just so the three or four of you know, you guys are so, so pathetic that you're listening to me right now. (laughs) And I love you so much. All right. So welcome to the doghouse. If you listened to the last episode, then you're good. If not, if you didn't listen to the uh, episode 106, which came out in June, and it's the only episode that's come out in like mm, 10 months, uh, then go back and listen to that one. If you can't find it, just text me. I'll send you the link. It's not that big of a deal. There's only three of you that listen to it. But if you have listened to that, then please listen on. We have so much to get to. I'm so excited that you're listening, and I'm so happy uh, that I was able to uh, put this impromptu podcast together. Because let's face it, my goal of being able to put out multiple podcasts a week is ridiculous. My goal of being able to put out one podcast a week out is apparently ridiculous. It was so easy when Stella Peaches was on that uh, rehab and I was actually, you know, watching a dog for six weeks, which is what started this podcast. And if you didn't know that, then you didn't go back to the last episode. So seriously, stop, go back to the last episode, listen to that one, and then you're good to go. But you don't really need to listen to any episode before the last one. Anyway, like I was saying, uh, I got super high, but also that was on purpose. I'm incredibly high and I'm incredibly drunk. And I just traded for Christian McCaffrey in our league. I probably overpaid. No, no, no. I overpaid, but I think I only overpaid a little bit. I might be wrong. I might have overpaid a decent amount, but I think I only overpaid a little bit. Um, I'm going to get into more details about that later, but for now, I'm just happy to welcome you in the doghouse, and by in the doghouse, I mean um, I am not even currently in the doghouse anymore, because for those of you who don't know, the doghouse is no longer the doghouse. It is no longer my office. It is no longer the game room. It is no longer my mother's a living mother-in-law's living quarters. It is no longer that random chick that lived here for a week's living quarters. It is no longer the Kelly family's living quarters who, by the way, the Kelly's lived here for three months. And I think it was the best three months of my entire life. If you ever wanted to know who to let live in your house, it's the people that are living there because they're about to go to something amazing. And also the Kelly's are literally the best people I've ever met in my life. Anyway, Uh, As you can tell, this episode is going to be different. The rest of the episodes, they have a format. I might stick to it a little bit. I'm not going to stick to anything. I'm just going to free flow. I got sidetracked a second ago. I was about to tell you, I'm not actually in the doghouse because the doghouse has been turned into a classroom. (laughs) Oh, man. Ooh, last we spoke was June. A lot has happened since June. We went to St. Thomas for three weeks in July. It was fantastic. By the way, this podcast is different than every other podcast. We went to St. Thomas for three weeks. It was delightful. It was awesome. And I even had something come across me that I, I could only describe as vacation clarity. You know, like I got far enough away from my job and my regular stressors and everything was just like vacation mode because we were there for three months. I wish. God, I wish. We were there for three weeks and it was close enough to a month that it was, it it was long enough that it made me go, Hmm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm really clear headed. I've really had the ability to think about extra things. And I thought about like fantasy football, Hillary at that exact same time realized that, uh, she wasn't pleased with the school district not being able to guarantee an academic year. Fast forward, we have an entire pod, a pandemic pod. It's a whole fucking thing. We have a teacher. We have eight kids. It's a whole fucking thing. So 
that was also my studio for the doghouse. So I came out here again. I'm high as fuck, drunk as fuck, because I stopped drinking during the week, and then I decided tonight, like for funsies, to get drunk. And the best thing about not drinking daily is when then you decide to randomly drink in the middle of the week, you get drunk like a fucking 20-year-old and decide to make a podcast. And so, uh, again, not a typical podcast format. This is not going to be a polished one at all. It's going to be a rambling, drunk high version. Regardless, you're here. I'm here. Let's get into what's actually been happening in this league. So much good stuff. I can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Oh my gosh, that is the music for the news, so I have to be very serious and pay attention, <laughs> but like I already said, this isn't going to be a normal episode. All right, so let's get to the news. One bit of news is Rick Pierce, Dr. Detroit, he is the chiropractor who likes Detroit teams. That's how you get your your username there. I got to say something about his overall fantasy skill set. Rick Pierce is one hell of a fantasy player. I got to say, he's beaten me so many times in the last few years that I just must admit that he has skills that have to be brought to the attention of the public. Number one, he pays attention. He pays attention across sports. He knows what's going on in football with the Lions. He knows what's going on in baseball with the Tigers, and he really pays attention to what is happening day in and day out with the Detroit teams. Another thing that I really like about Pierce is he pays attention, you know, he takes advantage of knowing which teams uh, are are his and, and, and obviously who he's following within the league, but he pays attention who comes into town. When someone puts up some numbers, against the Tigers or the Lions, Pierce notices. In that next waiver wire period, guess what? If someone put up some numbers against his Lions or Tigers, you better believe Pierce will be right there to pick pick him up. Here's another thing. I went back and I looked at my regular season standings against Pierce over the last few years across sports, across leagues, and I must admit... I have been beaten by Pierce more times than I have won. Pierce, I must say, he might be, <gasps> I think he is, a better fantasy football and baseball, a overall better fantasy player than I. I must concede. And scene. All right, cool. So uh, I lost a bet, obviously. That was the payment for the bet. And here's the thing. I lost that bet during the regular season with him. And then Pierce and I in fantasy baseball, we both lost in the semis, went up against each other in the Constellation. I beat him when it mattered. And so I uh, $100 buy-in. I got uh, $200 back. He got nada. So uh, while... I will definitely uh, pay that bet and concede those 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 three uh, opinions I threw out there, which I would argue later. But hey, they're just opinions. Anyone can argue any opinion. Um, uh, I will I will I will take uh, a victory lap in knowing that I beat Pierce in the Constellation match. And shout out to Donkey Teeth, uh, who still needs to change his username so people know what his actual name is on on Sleeper. Uh, Donkey Teeth is the commissioner of that baseball league that I was able to beat Pearson. Either way, let's get into the news. Oh yeah, that's right. Pierce thinks this is a real podcast. I I, I asked him something about a podcast. Oh wait, that's right. We were talking about this about this bet and he said, "Oh, well, we'll just we'll just go on the podcast together." And I was like, "Yeah, dude, like this is not like that. This is more just me talking into my phone. Have you not been paying attention?" Uh, regardless, uh, I was able to, uh, uh, pay off the bet in that manner. Uh, Pierce, go ahead and call in to the podcast and, and leave, uh, 
uh, message about how amazing that was. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into week one. We're going to go through every single week. And in week one, we're going to start with my uh, matchup. And in my matchup, I was going for it. I was going for the first place, uh, the, the first, the best overall score ever. And... And while I was going for the all-time top score, I was not able to get the all-time, but I was able to get in the top three or four. Uh, and with my total score, I hey, was... Hey, Daddy. Oh. Um, so, uh, what you doing? Not, uh, nothing. Nothing. Wait, are you recording something? Uh, I happen to host a podcast. Oh, it's 2020 rough for you. Are you doing a podcast because you just want to get your friends in the world? <laughs> no, these are these are my real friends. These are these are already my friends. Oh, they might unfriend you. Oh, they're gonna unfriend me? <laughs> yes, they are. No, they're listening to a podcast I'm doing right now. I mean, if you think I'm sad, how about these guys? They're listening to this podcast. It's funny. It's 2020 rough for you. I mean, it kind of is, yeah. Do yeah. you need to live in the fantasy football world? <laughs> yeah. Poor daddy. Poor, poor daddy. And right now I'm actually... Rubbing his forehead. Yeah, yeah, you got to tell them because they can't see anything. It's a podcast. Uh, yeah, no, 2020 sucks. And so I've been enjoying fantasy football. And yeah, I have a podcast. Is that is that acceptable for you, mm-hmm. seven-year-old? Mm-hmm. You just want to get your friends. Uh, well, you know what? When you're right, you're right. Guilty as charged. And everybody, that was our uh, guest, Joey Price, to the podcast. Thank you, Joey. Thanks for coming along. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank oh, you, thank and you. I just learned how to fingerboard. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. How unexpected was that? I mean, I just cannot believe that he interrupted me in the middle of... Okay, like we recorded that like two, three weeks ago on a whim. And then I had to explain to him how like having a segment recorded for a future podcast is not the same as it already being enmeshed into an actual episode. It was a whole thing, but who cares? We have actual news to get to. We have something called coronavirus and I could be like super long and like lame about like lame dad jokes about COVID, but let's just say what we did. We uh, decided our rosters were deep enough. We already had two IR spots. We added an IR spot this last off season. Excuse me. Uh, we decided to just adjust the IR designation so that COVID and DNR, which is when you did not report because you were scared of COVID, um, those guys are eligible for IR. And we just we just went ahead and moved on. And then the big news happened. And Robbie had to leave and Needham joined. Uh, by Robbie had to leave, I should say that Robbie uh, realized he was unable to put in the amount of energy and effort that he wanted to, to be able to be part of this league since it's a dynasty league. And he's um, in in our other league, uh, our redraft league that Robbie and me and Adam and Jason and Garrett are in. uh, There's a, a particular person who is the least involved and he was like, I can't be the that person of the dynasty league. And so um, he decided to bow out when I told him that there was someone that was incredibly motivated to take over his roster spot. So it was a very smooth transition. Uh, I was not going to put that up to a vote. It was, it just needed to happen. It was a commissioner move. I went for it and you guys all We'll appreciate it. The fact is, let's welcome Needham. Needham Windham, welcome to this Dynasty Fantasy Football League. You are uh, one year and change um, removed from the beginning of this league. I'd say you haven't missed much, but you missed the initial draft. Um, I've seen you've been doing a lot of work in... um, 
reconstructing your roster and making it your own, which is exactly what Dynasty is supposed to be, which I'm very happy about. I'm also very happy about how much the league chat has increased since Needham's arrival. He doesn't realize it, but uh, the league chat has increased. I ran some numbers. It's increased by 2,700%. Uh, just since Needham's arrival, I appreciate that very, 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 very much. The research that I have done quite simply shows that the more involvement in a league, the funner it is for everyone. Uh, the other thing that the chat brought was a lot of talk about buyers and sellers as Needham, upon arrival, decided he was going to be a seller and sell off the parts of the roster that Robbie did well and really focus on creating his own. Um, And in doing that, apparently Austin also decided to become a seller and Austin and uh, Ardub ended up having probably the biggest trade in this young dynasty leagues history. Uh, It was uh, Kelsey and I think Mims for a first rounder, which will probably be a late first, Ayuk and uh, Knox. Uh, from if you're wondering who Knox is, Knox is the tight end for Buffalo. If you're wondering why you don't know why he's a tight end from Buffalo, it's probably because a week after that trade, uh, the tight end for Buffalo caught three touchdown passes. Only his name was Tyler Croft, not Knox. Um, so, I, along with others, uh, think Austin may have, um, might have let go of Kelsey for a little less than he could have gotten, but, 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 fear not, because I am always there to make sure that I never take advantage of anyone and make sure I give everyone probably a little bit more than fair market value, and tonight, I ended up also uh, uh, trading for one of Austin's best players. It would be his best player. So he has now traded his first and second round player. He traded me Christian McCaffrey. I'm not sure if you've heard of him before. He's currently injured. He's currently not even playing football. Um, He's currently unable to score any fantasy points. And um, to be honest, I don't really know what I'm thinking. There's a decent chance I bought damaged goods. The last time I traded with Austin, I got Antonio Brown. After that trade, he scored one touchdown. Now, in fairness, I did win that week last, last year against Donkey Teeth. And I only made the playoffs by one game. So there is an argument that says uh, Antonio Brown is one of the reasons why I made the playoffs last year. Neither here nor there. That's 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 grasping at straws. Um, regardless, the biggest trade in our league happened. Austin and Arda made a trade for uh, the first ever buyer-seller trade. And uh, Arda decided to go for it. As well, he should have. I think that was a smart move. And uh, Austin sold Kelsey, which I, I do think was a smart move. I think he could have gotten a little bit more. But you live and learn. And also... I talked about in the podcast when Robbie traded uh, um, Watson to Jason that, you know, we're still establishing the value of different draft picks. Uh, Needham introduced a draft calculator uh, today. Uh, I used it. I think I used it incorrectly and uh, didn't realize. I'm pretty sure that in my McCaffrey trade, I used that calculator and somehow, like, one of the guys that I put in, like, his points didn't calculate. And so it said I was getting a better deal than I was. Doesn't matter. I had already decided I was going to give him three firsts for McCaffrey. Uh, that's literally the best I could think of. And he was literally the 101 in redraft and for Dynasty startups. And so I give up three firsts for the 101, and I'm fine with that. My three firsts were the... Uh, 2019 first was with Josh Jacobs. He was the uh, 101 last year. uh, I was Cam Akers at the 106. And then I gave him the 2021 first. Hopefully it's uh, a late first. But uh, when I traded him a B and gave him a first, I also thought it was going to be a late first and it was not, it was a mid first. So 
Uh, we've had two big trades from Austin. He traded Kelsey. He traded CMC. But, uh, like I said, this all started when Needham showed up and started talking about wanting to trade and be a seller. Needham sold Mixon to Stanley, who, by the way, had the most points in the regular season last year. Stanley ends up with Mixon right after Chubb goes on the IR. Let's not forget, Stanley has made hay with his uh, Chubb-Cook combo, both um, you know, he got cooked because he was a little injury prone. And so people were scared in dynasty. Uh, Chubb was still up and coming enough, but then right after week one and you look at those rosters and you see Chubb and cook on the same roster and you realize, Oh, Stanley, I think just got over on us. But here's the thing like Dalvin cook only since this dynasty league started has been healthy before then he was never healthy. Regardless, Stanley has that combo. Chubb goes down. He ends up trading some of his, uh, uh, what, what, what? I don't even, oh, shit. I'm not even looking at it. I forget what he traded. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a first and a young wide receiver. Uh, CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, CeeDee Lamb and a first for... Um, Joe Mixon. I think there was someone else turned in there, but it doesn't matter. Regardless, uh, Needham was able to sell off Mixon, uh, which was a, a probably his most valuable asset. Um, and Stanley was able to, without skipping a beat, replace Chubb. And also Chubb is going to come back. So he's eventually going to have uh, Chubb, Cook, and Mixon, which is just... Uh, something to be worried about for a while. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a dry cough. That's COVID. That's not, um, that's not uh, weed at all. It's definitely COVID. Um, so we've had three big trades. Like I said, it was going to be a rambling night. It's going to be a rambling episode. Um, as for other news, I don't know. There's probably other stuff. Uh, you know, F it. If it, there's important news, I'll, I'll deal with it. Uh, next episode, which will probably be in like three months from now. So, like I said, this is going to be an d- episode different from the others. Instead of, I was, I, I wanted originally to do the like weekly uh, preview, review, blah, 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 like regular podcast stuff. Not going to be able to do that. Then I was thinking, oh, well, let's do like a quarterly update. So like first three and a half weeks of the season, here's what's happening. Um, and apparently I'm not willing to do that either, but what I am going to do tonight is going to be an ode, uh, to Needham. It's not actually an ode to Needham. Uh, what I'm actually going to do is bring Needham up to speed and by bringing Needham up to speed, maybe some other folks will realize some things about this league that they didn't know before. Um, and so it's going to be a little, uh, league history, even though the league's only like 17 minutes old. All right, let's get after it. So since we're going to be getting nostalgic here, I decided to go and get a little bit more fucked up. And I did exactly that. And it didn't take that much longer, but, you know, it killed a little bit of time. So I get back out to where I was recording this episode, which, again, was not in the doghouse, but behind the doghouse because the doghouse is no longer the doghouse. It's now the schoolhouse. And I'm out there and then I start doing this exact segment that I'm doing right now. And all of a sudden, all of the dogs in the neighborhood start barking because apparently at 1135, when I'm out there talking apparently louder than I realize I'm talking or these dogs, actually, fuck it. Their hearing's amazing. I was, I wasn't even being that loud. Their hearing's amazing. Regardless, they realized uh, at eleven thirty-five it wasn't a big deal, but at eleven forty-seven, now that was way too late, and they all in the neighborhood started barking like there was someone breaking into a house. And um, we don't actually have crime here. And it really was just because of uh, this podcast. And so I realized that, man, 
there's a reason why the doghouse has not been getting um, many episodes lately, mostly because it is currently nomadic. Well, it was nomadic. We were in the doghouse and we were outside for half of an episode. But you know what? Where I am right now is I brought the dogs and the cat. We have a cat now. Not a big deal. Into the garage. The garage now that we don't have a, a, a actual doghouse, the garage is the new doghouse. Actually, it's perfect because um, the Mercedes is gone. Um, it wasn't necessarily stolen as much as it was given away by Hillary. Uh, text me if you want to know how I lost my Mercedes. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about today's actual content for the episode it is it's a little bit it's kind of like a um uh, uh not a preamble what do they call it when a, a prequel it's a prequel it is there hasn't been any public discussion about how this league started because when i first said exactly what my thoughts were by that point i was already very interested in making sure I had the structure exactly aligned the way I wanted, the rules lined up the way I wanted, um, the parts that I wanted to be fixed were fixed, and the parts I wanted us to vote on were going to be voted on. Remember, we this could have been a super flex league with a tight end getting a point and a half. I mean, we voted on a lot of different things. Uh, there was only a a couple of things I was interested in, but it started with uh, the podcast that I listened to, the fantasy footballers. Uh, those guys started a podcast based on their own redraft league, which is no different than Super Bowl Glory or Dirty Coconuts, uh, or even the uh, uh, Insane Asylum League that Rose and I are a part of, and they just were entertaining themselves by providing color commentary on their league. And it turned into an entire uh, huge thing. Uh, they have, you know, whatever, like hundreds of thousands of followers and blah, 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 blah. So I, I was um, motivated by them and I was inspired uh, by them. And I'm just must have had enough things going the right way. Let me rephrase that. I must have had just a f not too many moving parts in the moment that allowed me to be able to access my creative side. And I wanted to make, um, I wanted to maximize what fantasy football was in my life right now and in that moment and kind of like what it could be. And what I thought it could be was uh, I was in th three other leagues at that point and I thought that, no, no, four, I was in four other leagues at that point and I thought that I could take the best of the best of those leagues, of the players out of those leagues and those who are really taking it seriously and those who are like, you know, good trade partners and just like you're paying attention. The, the, those who like weren't surprised when everyone bid on a free agent uh, on the waiver wire. <laughs> like, oh, who's that guy? Like, you mean the guy that everyone knew was the guy for this week? That guy? Um, and so, and that's why I call it League of Champions. I actually thought that every single person had won a league before. Um, and I was not exactly correct. Um, and by not exactly correct, I mean, I wasn't correct at all. Um, Ardeb hasn't won a league. Booby somehow hasn't won a league either. Uh, but Nita Morty, uh, established that very, very, very well in the chat. Anyway, so I, I wanted to be able to, um, design a league that was different than any other league I was in. And for that, it had to be Dynasty, right? Like, I didn't want to do it like a keeper with like a couple keepers. I want to use like straight up Dynasty is close to real 
NFL GM decisions as we can make, considering that our professions have nothing to do with professional football. And uh, so in doing that, I was able to identify a bunch of people that wanted to play. I had, I had four of the leagues. It was basically three main leagues that I was in. And I was in another league with uh, Austin and his buddy, uh, his, uh, his his family, his buddies, his 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 circle, and so I got Austin from that league. But then me and him, uh, for the tether spots, there was three leagues I was in. It is my fraternity league, it is my uh, family friends league, and it is my Napa State Hospital league, and so I was. But, you know, 10 spots for those three leagues. So I wanted three or four out of each league. So I asked four people in each league. Uh, I easily got four of the fraternity league. I got four out of the, um, they got five of the fraternity league. I got four of the family friends league. I did not get three or four out of the insane asylum league, but I did get donkey teeth. So, Donkey Teeth is Ben Rose. Ben Rose is a forensic psychologist with the Department of State Hospitals, just like I was. Uh, we are, we are, um, are we are colleagues in the truest of forms, and as long, including our offices were next to each other for years while at Napa State Hospital. So, um, uh, Ben Rose is just—he's a great guy. He, he, God damn, Jason Kelly's in this league. But Jason Kelly and Ben Rose are really probably uh, competing for like, just like the nicest, best person I know in my life. Uh, ben Rose is amazing. Uh, he's got two kids, uh, an awesome wife who, she's a, a neuropsych, a neuropsychologist. Uh, she can do... Uh, a type of uh, psycho- psychological assessment that I have no idea how to do. Uh, but Ben is like me. He knows to do violence risk assessment, and he knows how to work with uh, those who are... Uh... Oh, do you hear my voice right now? Do you hear the... Uh, 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 uh... All right. That pause was my attempt to wet my whistle... I am just, I'm not restarting this recording. I have done this recording a billion times. I'm just fucking running with it. This is all about identifying exactly how this league started and who's in this league. There are 11 profiles to get through. That's Ben Rose. Ben's a great guy. Ben, he he does not have his notifications on for the chat, but he'll check in. And so he pops in and he pops out. Um, as we get going on random tangents, he pops out, but he pops in when it's necessary and, uh, he'll never fall too far behind. So if, if, if Ben, if Ben Rose, donkey teeth, if he, if it seems like he's like not interested, it's not that he's not interested. Uh, you just might. Like if you're seeing an angle that you expect him to see, like just message him on it and, and he'll be right there with you. Like if, if Rose is behind in our league, one text message and like two and a half seconds of thought, he'll catch right back up. So he doesn't know where he's at. So I only got one out of the insane asylum league. I only got one out of the Austin League. That's Austin. And everyone knows Austin at this point. Austin is, he is, hold on one second. Oh man, that weed's got me paranoid. Uh, Austin is, oh, this is so one of my favorites. Um, okay, so Austin's son and my son uh, went to school together for a year or two. Austin and decided that where we live in the sticks is not the sticks enough, so he decided to move out to the sticks sticks. Uh, And so he's out that direction. He works for SMUD. He's got a suite. He's an electrician or, I don't know, 
he controls power, electricity, and he's got some nice job. I remember he got a nice promotion at some point to the point where he like went from like a regular job to like an impressive job. So like uh that that's Austin. Austin, here's the thing with Austin, here's what you need to know. Austin loves to trade. And of course you already know that. If you're listening to this, you already know Austin loves to trade. Austin will trade under any circumstance for any reason for one reason only. And I totally understand it. It is that when you complete a trade, you get a dopamine rush that is is so uh, dude. I've not experimented with a drug that has given me a dopamine rush. I've not tried heroin and I will not, thank you. Um, I've not experimented with a drug that has given me a dopamine rush as strong as I can get tonight. Tonight, I traded for Christian McCaffrey. I am going... I, I... feel like I had some depth and I traded it all in. I no longer have any depth, but I have Devontae Adams, Christian McCaffrey, and Tyree Kill, and Chris Carson, and Mostert, and Hunter Henry, and Josh Allen, and <laughs> I think I'm okay. Either way, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Uh, let's go ahead and get back to the point, which is where everyone's coming from, and we were on Austin's profile Austin will trade for the sake of trading. And everyone gets great deals against Austin, except for me. Um, I uh, apparently don't like good deals. What I like to do is make sure that um, I'm, I'm so afraid that anyone could ever suggest anything about anything I do and be critical in any way that I... Trade all the time because all I'm actually doing is balancing rosters. <laughs> I don't actually help or hurt anyone. All of my trades are just to be able to pay attention to fantasy football, for no one to get mad at me, and to balance out rosters. And so uh, I decided today to sell Jacobs, who everyone's been begging for and I've been saying is completely uh, untouchable. But, you know, McCaffrey's the one-on-one. Uh, and Akers, who everyone loves, even though I got the 106, not the 101. Um, and a few, and my next year's first rounder, which hopefully is a late round, which I've already said this episode is not the first time I've said that. Um, and anyway, we are moving on. That's enough about that trade. That's enough about me. That just happens to be the trade of the evening. But really, that McCaffrey trade is no more important than the Nixon trade from yesterday with Needham and Stanley. And it is no more, less important or more important than the Kelsey trade with Ardev. There have been a lot of big trades. And so when you look at who is in this league and how this league has started, you have two guys, you have three guys really. You have me, Donkey Teeth, and Austin. Donkey Teeth from the Insane Asylum League, Austin from a league that didn't turn into anything, but he's from our same uh, grade school uh, in Rescue. So then you look at the other nine guys. So the other nine guys ended up being a combination of two different leagues. Super Bowl Glory, which is the fraternity league, and Dirty Coconuts. Dirty Coconuts is the family friends league. So in Dirty Coconuts, we have Garrett, who is Hillary's brother. Well, all intents and purposes brother. Uh, So he's my brother-in-law. And we have Jason Kelly, who's in that family friends league. We have, we had Robbie. Robbie's been replaced. We have Adam, who is also from that family friends league. And who am I forgetting? Oh, sorry. I'm getting all mixed up. Uh, am I forgetting someone from that league? Or is it just that many fraternity guys at this point? It might just be that many fraternity guys at this point. 
Um, so that Family Friends League, it's real simple. Actually, that redraft league, that Dirty Coconuts League, is been going has been going on for I think 17, maybe 18 years. An incredibly, incredibly long time, incredibly competitive league. I have never even competed in that league. And I've been in that league for like five years now, five years, maybe six years. I'd like to say four, but I don't think that's right. I'm going to go with five years. And I've never even made it to the semifinals. I've never made it out of the first round of that league. So uh, apparently I suck there. Um, let's go on to the rest of the league. The rest of the league is the is guys from the fraternity. This is Delta Chi guys. This is from the Super Bowl Glory League. The best, the reason why Super Bowl Glory is my favorite redraft league is because last place gets kicked out of the league, and I love that about this league, especially since I have been kicked out of Super Bowl Glory. I. I want. Uh, we used to have an A league and a B league. I was in the B league, and if so, A league got kicked out to the B league. Whoever won the B league got kicked up, got got bumped up to the A league. So, uh, I win the B league. I, I I was never in the A league to begin with. I started in the B league. I win the B league. I jump up to the A league. I forget who gets uh, relegated down to the B league. My first league in the A-League, I get last place and immediately get relegated right back down to the B-League. I did not win the B-League that next year. I won it the following year, got back up into the A-League, and have been there ever since. Um, Since we've actually lost our B-League, and our B-League has now turned into just like a four or five person waiting list. Um, But... Needham just got back into that league after getting relegated a few years ago. Um, and so Needham's return to Super Bowl glory motivated him and is one of the reasons why he's currently in this league. But other members of Super Bowl glory include uh, Rick Pierce, Eric Wolfett, uh, wait a second, Stanley, and Robbo. So those are all fraternity guys. Wait, one of them is not in... Is Wolfit? Not... Wolfit's not in Super Bowl glory. Wolfit got relegated a while ago. Wolfit got relegated a couple years ago. And I'm just trying to put all that together now. Regardless, I was trying to put together the league. I had a handful of leagues to choose from. I tried to take the best players... The fuckers uh, out of the Insane Asylum League thought they were too good for us, except for Donkey Teeth. So Donkey Teeth is awesome. Everyone give Donkey Teeth love. And then there's Austin from the Random League. And then the rest is uh, Friends and Fraternity. Of the Friends and Fraternity, we lost Robbie out of Friends. He was replaced by Fraternity with Needham. So now the league has become much more Fraternity. And... um, it's also the chat has also become much more fraternity. Um, it's a lot of the non-fraternity guys have dropped out of the chat. That's not a problem. Half the fraternity guys have dropped out of the chat too. Um, though the, the chat's perfect. The chat is absolutely perfect. And um, when you want your fantasy football league to give you 50 notifications a day because there's an ongoing chat thread then that's what we're here for. Um, I love that, uh, personally. I have a few different leagues. with uh, They all have threads. And when they get going, i much rather pay attention to my fantasy football threads uh, than my work. And also, our dynasty threads lately, every day that we go on these random, seemingly random conversations, random rabbit holes that no one cares about, they have happened really on three days in the last three weeks. The first day, Kelsey got traded. The second day, Mixon got traded. The third day, McCaffrey got traded. So, I mean, <laughs> the, uh, there's something to be said about 
keeping your notifications on, but you know, having your phone on, on, on vibrate, or maybe even like turning your notifications off when we start going back and forth, but maybe turning them back on after a couple hours, because there are trades that are happening based off of moments when we're going back and forth in the chat. And I get it. Look, no one wants their phone like actually like sending out a tone a hundred times in a day. But like also, why the fuck is your phone? How many notifications are you getting? Like, do you not have other apps that are actually telling you about shit? Like, are you surprised that you're getting a notification? Like, put it on vibrator and not pay attention to your phone unless you're actually like wanting to look at your phone. Regardless. Let's get back into the other guys. Now, Nino knows a lot, a lot, a lot of the fraternity guys. Matter of fact, he knows all of them. So after we get to Donkey Teeth, after we got to Austin, there's really just the family friends that Nino needs to know about. He already knows a little bit about Jason Kelly. Nino and Jason Kelly share their army uh, 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 brotherhood. Um, when you get two army guys together, um, they, they can speak a language that us non-army guys, uh, just don't actually understand. Um, there was even one of them, it was like, someone else here that's willing to give it all, or I forget, it was some sort of like phrase that referenced the, you know, willingness to give the ultimate sacrifice, um, so there's an army language that they speak. Uh, so Needham will, will uh, he's already he's already been made BFFs with Austin, uh, but uh, uh, Jason as well. He doesn't know anything about Garrett and Adam uh, Needham. Garrett is my brother-in-law. Uh, he and Hillary were uh, raised together in Tahoe, uh, totally raised as siblings. They're technically not siblings, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I look at his daughters as my nieces. He looks at my kids as his niece and nephew. Uh, so Garrett is family, but really also is Jason Kelly and Adam uh, as well. Uh, I swear, I'm starting to feel like there might be one person in our league that I'm just like completely forgetting. And that's actually really starting to scare me. Um, but you know, I, I bet, hold on. That's not true, right? Because I had other fraternity guys because I, I had Wylan and Booby, Stanley, Pearson, Needham, and Wolfett. And then I had Austin and Rose. So then I was saying on the friends, it was Adam, Garrett, and Jason. And me, and I make 12. Oh yeah, my dumbass doesn't realize that I make 12. That makes sense. My math... <laughs> Why was my math off by one? Because my dumbass doesn't realize that I'm in the league also. <laughs> Regardless, which is my favorite word right now. Uh, by the way, so uh, Garrett's my brother-in-law. He has not, he's not listening, so it doesn't matter. I can say whatever I want about him. Uh, he has not embraced Dynasty the way I thought he would. But he will. He got unlucky last year. He and Rick deserved to make the playoffs. They were both like Millipack, fifth or sixth best team, uh, but didn't make the playoffs because guys like me and uh, Austin, well, no, Austin was like third. I think Jason uh, lucked in to the playoffs, although he then did something. Really just me. Uh, 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 Ardev and Garrett got unlucky so regardless of that point oh dude I'm so fucked up I can barely keep a sentence together uh, what am I talking about like I was saying <laughs> uh, Garrett ended up getting a little bit of unlucky last year came into this year doing alright um, but not really paying attention I was trying to get him um, on some trade talk, random bench trade talk, just kind of like dynasty filler trade conversation, random text. I don't feel like working trade talk. And he was like, not interested. That was in August. 
Um, so I think he's sloughed a little bit going into this season. But at the same time, he does have um, a wife who's an ER nurse during a global pandemic and a toddler who's not in preschool and two elementary school kids who he is currently doing home, oh no, I'm not sorry, not homeschool, um, hybrid model, whatever. The, the school and the district are making him do a bunch of shit to, to make sure his, his kids are jumping through uh, the hoops. But the fact is his children are brilliant and it's nonsense. Uh, but regardless, uh, Garrett's lack of recent activity is probably more situational. I think he'll be fine. Um, I, I really, I really don't have any fears about uh, Garrett's uh, involvement going forward. And Needham, if if there's a particular trade that you were specifically looking at Garrett's roster for, you send me a text. I'll send Garrett a text once he actually knows that there's something happening for him in Dynasty. He'll pay attention. Fact of the matter is, he has no interest in our random conversations. And so he's not keeping up with any of that kind of like day to day. Um, Adam is up in Oregon. He is uh, also an ER nurse, I think, or no, 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 I'm not sorry. He's uh, like a NICU nurse. He's uh, one of the nurses that is like, of all the types of nurses, it's one of those types of nurses where you go, Oh, fuck, dude. Every day is tough for you. So it's like NICU or like kid cancer. I don't know, like children dying, that sort of, you know, tough nurse job. Um, he's up in Oregon, big Steelers fan. Um, also not necessarily going to be super active in the chat, uh, but he is paying attention. So need him if you need... Uh, he, also, send it, uh, maybe not with Garrett. With with Adam, if you send him a, a sleeper private message, he'll respond to that as well. Mm, you know, to be honest, I think that that really does cover everyone. And that really does cover all of what we're doing here. And here's here's my favorite part. We are entering a new stage of this Dynasty League. This league started last year, but a dynasty league the first year is basically still just a redraft league. It just hasn't gotten to the dynasty part yet. Once we got into, I guess once you try to draft pick, it's dynasty, but you get my point. This year, we actually have our first ever rookie draft. Now we actually are getting into the season. We're a quarter of the way through the regular season. We have people realizing they're buyers and sellers. I'm one in three, but my dumbass thinks I'm a buyer. So we also have people who think they're buyers but are actually sellers and who are overpaying for an injured guy a damage gets. I, I, I bought uh, this guy, this, this white uh, running back, some Irish guy, some super religious Irish guy. Like He's like a Christian, like Mick... Like, uh, like I, I don't know. Like he's from a private. He's from a white private school in the Bay Area, so you know I'm not sure how he can make it in the NFL. But apparently, I was willing to overpay for this uh, non-typical uh, NFL uh, player. I hear he's a running back. Um, we have some buyers. We have some sellers. We now have a dynasty league. And this podcast now has a new season. This is the first episode of the second season. And now, finally, I'll be bringing you something that is a little bit more like a typical episode. I'm going to finish this episode the way I finish all episodes. Your random stat of the week. Only this week, it's not going to be that random. All right, let's go ahead and finish strong with our random stat of the day. It's not incredibly random. I mean, the fact is, 
this is only like the third episode in like 10 months. So it can't be that random, right? This is actually a stat that I've uh, thought was worthy of disclosing. So it's not going to be random at all considering there's only been like, you know, three in the last like, you know, 10, 11 months. The current average score in this season is 147. That's not incredibly surprising. Uh, last year overall, it was 144. Uh, it was a little higher in the beginning of last year as well. Uh, the first few weeks are a little, a few points higher across the board because we don't have um, we don't have bu- as many buys. Uh, I was about to say we don't have injuries, but we do have injuries. It's 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 that we haven't. We've only had injuries. We haven't had buys the first four weeks. Uh, now we're starting to have buys and injuries. I actually would expect uh, our numbers to go down even another point or two as I expect there to be some um, additional games that are um, postponed because of COVID. I know the Titans uh, and the Steelers were able to uh, utilize their pending bye week in the future and kind of just like, kind of adjust that. Uh, they'll be able to pull that off the first few weeks as we get into buys, but not much beyond that. And so, um, but look, baseball didn't have a problem. Basketball didn't have a problem. It's like how much of it was, they literally didn't have any positive cases. How many of, how much of it was, they just planned incredibly well. And also how much of it was like, if you had a positive case, you fucking keep that shit to yourself as you get, a little bit closer to playoff times. Um, it sure seems like each league has been willing to identify players who are positive with COVID as long as it's not too close to their playoffs. Once we get close to playoffs, I haven't seen one player get COVID uh, in their perspective sport. So, you know, while Cam gets COVID in week four in the regular season, I don't know if. Uh, the equivalent of Cam Newton uh, gets COVID in the future uh, as we get as we get closer to the playoffs. Regardless, my favorite word of this episode, uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap things, things these things up. Uh, our our average score. I don't know if I said it or not. It is currently one forty seven, and that fits with the first four weeks of last year. Last year at the end, it ultimately came down to 144. It was more in the 141-ish in those middle weeks during the buys because you have buys and injuries, as I've said. Um, And so we should, now that we've, we've, we've completed our 147 average, we should now start dipping down to about six points per team less. Um, so whether that's one touchdown less, maybe that's just a handful of receptions. Maybe there's just not that much depth going around. Uh, we should start seeing those scores to come down a little bit. And, um, I'm also realizing now that, uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to go back. I'm going to look at the top 10 overall scores and I'm going to have a a second random stat and uh, I'll be back in a sec. All right, so I looked at the second stat, and this what I wanted to look at was the top 10 weekly scores that we've had so far, and it's actually pretty interesting. So uh, I got within a few points of Wolfit in my first week, uh, so I have the third highest score ever, but Wolfit's semifinals from last year and finals from last year, he scored 231 in each week to win the whole damn thing last year. And uh, those were the two best scores we've ever had. The only other scores in the top 10 all time that were from this season are from Booby. Um, Booby already has two in the top uh, 10. He has two in the 200s. It's like 207 and 203 or whatever it is. Um, And uh, he has been able to crack the top 10 we have. So now the, the, the top 10 has three scores from last year, excuse me, 
three scores from this year, and seven scores from last year. Um, Boobies, two from this year, uh, is also why he is currently in first place. So, anyway, this has been a uh, just a wild episode. I, if you've if you've hung through the entire episode with me the entire time, you are nuts. I think you need help. Uh, you should text me and ask me for some professional help so I can tell you that I'm not skilled enough to be able to even work with you. Uh, I am so, so thankful that you're still listening to me. And please uh, feel free to call in for the next episode, uh, the next time I put up the uh, call in line. And let I got nothing else to say. We've covered everything. You guys are awesome. I love you. And Dynasty is better than Redraft. Later.